Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Hello, welcome back to the Behind the Curtain podcast. I'm Justin Loy, your host, and uh, today this is the second part in a series on what I like to call the Czech tool belt. Now, if you're just joining the podcast and you haven't listened to the first part, you might want to listen to that. But essentially what we're doing is I'm showing uh, foreigners and Czechs tools that I have learned on how to relate to the Czech nation. You know, and as I said in the in part one, you know, maybe this could help you if you're a foreigner coming into the Czech Republic. You can use these tools to help develop a better relationship with Czechs, but it also help you to avoid some of the pitfalls that a lot of foreigners, especially Americans, will make. Or maybe you're just—it's just a way to uh, learn about how Czechs think sometimes. Or, or if maybe if you're Czech out there, maybe it's a good way for you to ponder and think through how Czechs are seen by the outside. Nonetheless, we're going to get on to um, six through 10 of the tool belt. Um, I have 15 of these. Let me recap real quick. Um, the tools that we've talked about in the first part. One, don't be afraid to challenge a check. Two, show that you are accomplished at something. Three, play the shy, cute fool. Four, learn the art of stepping down from authority. And five, treat others as equals. And we talked about how it's really important to balance out relationships where one is not above the other. And to start with number six, I would say it's never pressure a check too hard. This is a corollary to the first tool in the belt. Don't be afraid to challenge. Many times I'll, I'll challenge them with an idea, students with an idea or people that I know with an idea and let them stew on that and then we'll have a, they'll react to that and it'll be this back and forth until we can creatively resolve the issue at hand. It's a beautiful process, actually, once you get used to it. But there comes a point when you don't want to push them too hard, though. It is acceptable to confront a check and debate with them. But it's another thing to push your agenda too much. You know, often, oftentimes I've gotten in trouble when checks perceive my ideas as pressure. If they feel too much pressure, what ends up happening, they'll kind of recoil like a snake and then lash out negatively (laughs) because Czechs love their freedom and they demand their right to personal freedoms. And any affront to that sentiment, the sentiment of freedom, is not only unproductive, but it's incredibly dangerous to a relationship. In debate situations, I try to emphasize their choice and acknowledge my acceptance of them no matter what the circumstances are. A lot of times, I won't relinquish what I think is right and true. But what I end up doing is I default to listening rather than promoting my own ideas. Being a safe haven for their thoughts and ideas keeps the relationship intact, and it perpetuates feelings of love and respect between one another. That is so important to understand. There is time to challenge and get the thought going, but always be listening. 
not promoting my ideas too hard and making sure that they feel safe in the freedom of the relationship. If I, if I try to act like I'm trying to shackle them to an idea, it's not going to work. But if I promote and encourage an environment where there's freedom to move in their thoughts, that's powerful. And once love and respect are established, checks will often ponder what you have to say. And that's the, that's the wonderful part of this tool. So when you don't pressure, and you, and you work on the love and respect, then they'll be open to listen to what you have to say. And too many people will come in with their own agendas and try to push their own agendas, that this is the right way to do things, and it traps the check, and they, they won't listen to an idea. But when somebody shows love and respect, as I said, they have the freedom to move and choose what they want, that love for freedom has to exist, then they might be able to listen to what you have to say. And that is really, really important. The seventh tool that I use is use humorous stories. Now, this you might be like, Justin, that is universal. And it is. It is probably a very universal idea, but humor is paramount to relieve any tension in a situation. What I end up doing as a teacher, I usually tell stories and act them out, um, hopefully with humor. At least I hope that it comes across as funny. My students love hearing stories that reflect my attempts to engage their culture. When I when I speak to a larger group, I use these stories to gain some semblance of connection. Um, I'll, I'll t- tell you one. One time, this is the one that checks love. I was um, first month or so that I was here in the Czech Republic. I went to the nearby town of Ostrava. And on the way back, I didn't know any Czech or anything. Um, they put us, the, the train stopped. They put us on buses to go to the next train station because they were working on the rails. So I just followed along, didn't know what was going on. The bus drove in, and they, they got everyone off the bus to get on the train. Well, I ended up on the wrong train. Didn't know where I was going. It was the last train of the night. It was late in the evening, and I ended up finding myself in a border town, Chesky Chishin. At like 1 o'clock in the morning, not knowing what to do and how to get back home. Now, thankfully, somebody came and picked me up. I remember calling my boss at one in the morning saying, Hi, um, I'm kind of stuck here. What do I do? <laughs> and Czechs just love that. Because the foreigner was doing something that Czechs normally do and totally got sidetracked. They love that story. And, when I t- and I'll act out the story. And when I tell them and then act them out with humor... It it gives people the freedom and space to ponder any thoughts that you're trying to relate with them. And in that story about the train, Czechs find it hilarious mostly because of two main reasons. One, they can relate to the story. And second, they love hearing how foreigners make common mistakes. Either way, it gives me that chance to reach their level. So make sure that you're promoting funny stories. They love to hear them. Okay, number eight. I find this one to be really important. The eighth tool is to be the initiator. Okay, and this is a very important rule. 
Um, in my experience with checks, checks generally, this is a very big general, there are some out there that will do this, but they inherently don't like to take the first step. A lot of checks that I know are very uncomfortable initiating an idea or volunteering to lead something for fear of criticism from society. And that's kind of understandable given the history of the Czech lands. There's an old Slavic proverb that says, the highest blade of grass always gets cut. When you rise above, you'll get cut down. I've seen this play out in schools, in businesses, in churches. When an outsider offers to take on duties or intercede for for checks, it provides them cover which also gives them the freedom to work more effectively. However, the outsider needs to be aware of the criticisms that likely will follow when you take the initiative. That's the difficulty of leadership. It's important to sometimes initiate with them. So if you've got a relationship, for example, your foreigner, take the initiative. They'll appreciate that. It's real crucial to initiate in relationships. Checks, checks will appear closed and distrusting when they first meet a stranger. That's kind of a given. But they will respond positively to someone who tries to make an effort to know them. I always, you know, sometimes when I, I'm, I'm talking to a, a business person or insurance agent or a post office person, I've said this many times before, I'll just try to make them smile a little bit. You know, I'll try to initiate some sort of conversation. They appreciate it. When I step into a role of initiation, it then gives them the freedom to uh, to act the way that they want to act or to relate the way that they want to relate. So be the initiator. It's really important. Partially because it doesn't come as natural in here in the, in the check lands. The ninth tool and this is uh, I, I keep saying that these are all important because they, they totally are all important but I, I'd almost say that this is up there with one of the most important ones of them all is that's to be honest and authentic the most common underlying principle in the Czech mentality is truth truth is paramount and it is the hallmark of their nation you know, their, their flag even states truth will prevail An honest person who's upfront about the positives and negatives will win respect. Checks easily recognize when someone is not authentic. They can they can sniff it out. They sniff it out all the time. When when Americans will come to the Czech Republic, the Czechs can tell that the Americans are just not being authentic. You know, a simple hey, good job from the Americans loses impact because it's not backed up with anything. And that's because, and we'll talk about this in another episode, Americans really like to encourage, they like to, um, uh, they like to make you feel some impact positively. But if it's not met with authentic realness to it, it's not going to be as effective. Authenticity wins points with checks because they value pragmatism and despise masks. 
They demand depth and accuracy, not flowery expressions nor idealism. They admire people who act sincerely, not trying to put on airs, not trying to just be a face. It's got to be the whole person. To be honest and authentic, that is one of the most paramount things that I would recommend to any foreigner come to the Czech Republic. And the 10th to the tenth tool in the tool belt would be to talk about any subject. Now, this helps me. I'm a, I'm a teacher, and um, I teach a lot of conversation. We, we do a lot of English conversation. I try to get students to think deeply about things. And as a teacher, I realize that it's important to talk to my students about topics that are relevant with them. But in order to do that, as we had said in tool number eight, be the initiator, it's important that I am willing to be open about my life. You know, so there's this willingness to be open about issues of relationships, money, sex, politics, faith. In my overall life, if I'm willing to talk about those things, it will deepen my relationships. Openness is rare in Czech society. I, I know it, uh, having talked to many people, a lot of Czechs will never talk with their loved ones about important topics. A lot of people suffer from from maybe anxiety or, 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 or frustration or, or, or something, and they don't have a chance to open up about that. Talking about any subject, having that openness, invites them to join the discussion. And that's just going to lead me to my 11th point. We'll go to we'll go another one uh, today. We'll go to the 11th tool, and that's just be open with your life. So 10 is to talk about any subject. You've got to be open about all subjects. And connected to that is 11th, the 11th tool, and that's be open with your life. You know, the Czech Republic has never been mistaken for an open society. Ever. I mean, they're famous for being a little bit cold when you first meet them. And there's always that analogy that I've mentioned before about the two different fruits, the coconut and the peach. The Americans like the peach. They're all soft and warm on the outside, but then when you get to it, it's hard to get to know them on the inside. Truly know them. The Czech has an outer shell like the coconut, but once you get through, there's real uh, softness there. And this connects with being the, being the initiator. Be open with your life. Someone who voluntarily opens their own personal life to a check, they will be rewarded with a respect and openness from the checks themselves. And that is so precious. One of the most precious things that I experience as a foreigner in the Czech Republic is when checks are open with me. It is a very sweet thing. I don't know if checks out there. I don't know if you know that about yourselves. When you are open, it is a beautiful thing because it's mixed with authenticity and truth. And it is rare among other peoples that I know. As I had said in the last week's episode, 
if you want them to see your side of the issue, live with them and let them live into let them into your life. And that's what I've done. I've I, I tell people I give you I I give my students ninety eight percent of who I am. They're able to think about things, maybe even adopt certain principles or ideas when a person is opened up to them personally. So be open with your life. Talk about any subject. Be honest and authentic. Be the initiator. Use humorous stories. As I'm wrapping up these six tools that I just listed for you, these six tools have a common theme. And it's really openness. The, the check tool belt part one was about keeping the relationship balanced, keeping it equal. This one is about opening up the life or giving them a chance to open up their lives. You give them a chance to open their lives when you're the initiator. You open up your life, they'll open up their life. Talk about any subject allows them to Share some ideas that maybe they can't share with others. But it all has to be done with authenticity. And the result is beautiful. And it's a sign that you are trusted. I'm so thankful to all of you out there who have opened up your lives to me because it's been a very beautiful thing. That's the tool belt for this week. These six tools. We'll finish up the tool belt next week where we have four more to go and we'll finish up with that. So I hope you've enjoyed this. Please let me know if you have any reactions or thoughts about what I'm saying. Maybe you totally disagree with me. That's fine. Uh, write me at the behind the curtain podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your feedback. Uh, and uh, let me know what you think about these tools. Do they work or do they not work? Let me know. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at thebehindthecurtainpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later.